This is the Capness HR Podcast, and we want you to be great every day. Join us as we transform the human resources outsourcing industry while we talk to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startup, and HR spaces. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Capness. Hello, and welcome to Cabinets HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Cabinets. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio book download and a 30-day trial at www.audiotrial.com slash Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3, MP3 player. So for today's uh, episode, we're doing something a little different. Usually, I'm the one interviewing people. But today, we have five students from the Pacific Lutheran University HR department is going to interview me today, and someone turn over to them. Yeah, how's it going, Jason? Uh, this is uh, Ian Spossum here, a senior at PLU. Yeah, just to start it off, what is your background and career history in HR? And also, do you have an HR degree? So I have a bachelor's in political science and a master's in human relations. My background is HR. It's a funny story. So I joined the Army, and I took the ASRAP test, and it came down to being... I had two choices. I could, I could repair tents, I mean, repair parachutes, or I could do HR. And so the, the, so the, the beauty of HR is like, you know, inside, nice weather. Uh, so I didn't went that way. I've been doing HR ever since. Hi, Jason. My name's Allie. I'm a senior at PLU Hello. as well. So going off of that, what have been some like key moments or decisions that have gotten you to this particular career? I think with HR, I think with pretty much any career, you can't be scared. You have to be able to make a decision. And the biggest lesson is you got to surround yourself with great people. But my philosophy is, you know, hire fast, fire fast. If you have people that are going to take care of you, you got to take care of them and vice versa. So um, a little story. So when Jimmy Johnson was a coach of the Cowboys a long time ago, there was a team meeting, and when the players fell asleep, he was like a, just an average player. And so Jimmy Johnson cut him on the spot, and they asked him a question in the news conference, well, what would you do if Troy Aikens fell asleep? He said, well, I'll go get a pillow and make sure it's comfortable. So I took from that, you know, take care of your superstars, and it's, whenever you have a chance, get rid of the people who don't want to take care of you. Hey, Jason, Ian Chambers here. So how would you describe the role of HR in your organization? So for me, I'm an HR tech startup, and so we're just starting off. So I'll answer the question from more of a corporate standpoint. So from my viewpoint, HR has many things in many roles. They have to take care of the executives, of the other business partners, the employees of the company, and also customers of the company, and also do compliance. So I like to call it the five-legged stool, so to speak. And no, of course, you can't take all that stuff equally at the same time. You got to learn how your organization works and be able to balance that. You know, sometimes you're going to prioritize what your boss wants. Sometimes compliance. You just got to have a good relationship with your boss and handle, to handle all that stuff. Okay. Hi, Jason. I'm a senior at PLU also. And to what extent is HR involved in the business's strategic planning? It should be very involved. But unfortunately, we all know that's no, sometimes not true. And you know, some people say, well, HR, take your seat at the table. Well, the truth is, some organizations don't let you take a seat at the table. And then, you know, honestly, some HR people don't want to be at the table. And that's something that I call the old and new HR. Like old, old HR is like, you know, the HR of no, HR of always done it this way, administrative. New HR is more like, you know, trying to not enforce their ways, but try to integrate their ways into the business. But you think about any business you have is about people. So when you want to function, take your people to be at the table, so to speak. Hi, Jason. I'm Jess. I'm also a senior. (laughs) Can you describe your role in the organization? So my organization, I'm I'm the CEO and founder of the organization. It's a HR tech company, HR tech startup. And so how I compare it is 
there's over 1,700 people doing what I do in the United States. And anyone from one person consultants to like big corporations like ADP and Paychex. And most ASO consultants, they have like five or six customers. They charge a whole lot of money. And like the only, they're only the town they are. Our business is like having a national HR company using technology. Some our philosophy, instead of me going to your place of business, tell you how to do something HR related, we can do it over the internet, over the phone. You know, we can set up Amazon web buckets and just automatically give you all kind of stuff, so to speak, is what we're trying to do. Jason, another question we have is, what would you say is the most important aspect of your job? And also, what is a typical day like here for you at Search Tacoma? So typical day is pretty much like playing whack-a-mole every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, everything comes up, different things. You know, one day I'm doing sales, one day marketing, one day podcasting. A biggest thing is that it's just like learning because you, you have to learn something new every day and learning and meeting people and networking. You have to meet at least one new person every day that kind of spread the message of your company. Jason, when you're consulting and implementing HR for business, what are the key areas you focused on? I know you talked about that five-legged stool, but what are the important pieces you want to establish? So right now for my company, we're focused on a, we do a HR laws, employee handbooks, HR policy, basically all the compliance the labor posters, then job descriptions, and uh, salary compensation we're doing right now. Because we want to like, because, you know, in, 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 in a startup, we had to do like an MVP, minimum viable product, and so you really can't do all the HR stuff, you know. So we, we just pick those things, try to validate that, and then move on if we, you know, find a market for that, those things. So, Jason, what would your ideal HR department look like? Well, everyone would have a lot of autonomy. Because if you hire somebody, you should trust them that they, they know what they're doing. Because once, again, plus it depends what organization you're in, you know. If you're like in a nuclear plant organization, well, it's going to be a lot of safety stuff, no. But if you're just a real HR company, that doesn't really matter, I don't think. There's a lot of non-people willing to learn, people that are willing to find out where they say yes. Now, get me wrong, there's things you have to say no to because based on laws or anything, but I think HR, a good HR person will be able to say, hey, we can't do that, but maybe we can do it this way. Then how does your firm actively engage um, or motivate employees? So one thing we do differently, we're going to try to be a remote company. So my, my philosophy is like, I don't have to look at you from nine to five every day, make sure you do what you're doing. Like, I don't care if you do it two in the morning, two afternoon, as long as it's done. So I'm getting that flexibility. But of course, on the high side, it's, it's good as it be like in the same place every once in a while too, you know? So trying to find that balance. But having said that, some people can't handle that. I have, I have a friend who has a startup in Seattle and like he said, some people, they're like, especially like the senior developers and people, they can't handle it because there's too much freedom for them. So it's definitely not for everyone. In your experience, have you ever had to implement and lead change, and how did you do it? Yeah, several times. So being in the Army, you, I mean, you change all the time. And the big thing with change, you got to realize no one likes change. Like, I, I read somewhere that somebody said, we're all for change, as long as it doesn't affect us. And main thing, you just got to you know, be up front and communicate it. And the big thing, too, is you have to make sure you're, you're higher up to the community, too. You can't say, oh, my boss wants this. Well, if your boss doesn't say nothing, they're going to blow you off. And you have to make it as seamless as possible for them. How do you increase the sense of urgency in the workplace? So that's, that is a great question. A lot of people, the, oh, HR, we do it later, do it later. And sometimes it's, it's, it's coming down to your, getting your boss involved, you know. A lot of corporations, organizations, they blow off HR, they blow off other items, but sometimes get your boss involved. And plus, I guess around to you, you know, you know your people. Like, if you're an HR person, all you do is stay in the office all day. You're probably not going to be any You got to walk around, you know, like, suppose you HR at a seafood plant. You have to go walk around, walk in the production line, talk to people, know them and had a build a relationship with them. So I'm sure you've had, you've come across a variety of different things within different companies you work with, but what are some HR problems that you've had to deal with that have stuck out to you? One part is a lot of employees think HR is for them, and it's not really for them, you know? I mean, you think about who, who pays the HR person, the company does. And, a lot, and some employees always think HR is like that hatchet man. Oh, HR wants me to see him. They must be going to fire me, you know? So that's a problem. And a lot of it is just no HR not, no 
investing in the organization and letting the organization know what they can provide for them. A lot of times you only hear from HR when something bad. Oh, our benefit cost is going up. Like when I was a, I worked to try to seafoods, and if something was good, the hard food already said. If it was something bad, I would get to do it. You know? So Jason, how many staff members are currently part of the cabinet's HR? So it's myself, I have a chief technical officer, uh, Jeff McCoy, he's in San Jose, Gavin Thomas, developer, Adrian Kinapaw, UX designer, Crystal Jones, developer, Juan Chavez doing like cybersecurity, and Ian. Okay, and then the two-parter. So when hiring on new staff members, uh, what are your strategies in going into the interview? So one thing I do, I Google them, social media, all that kind of stuff. Cause my thing is like, I don't care what you do like on Facebook, you have like, you know, like stuff that should be on there and you're not smart enough to make your Facebook private. To me, that's a red flag. Top people I'm going to look for this, people want to learn and, you know, take risks and stuff. So Jason, what is the recruitment and selection process like when hiring employees? So for me, one channel of startups, I have no money, right? So I can't pay anybody. But I can give people equity, the parts of coming, but I, like I tell people, that's the same as me telling you, hey, see that rainbow, that pot of gold? Hey, that's all yours, baby. <laughs> so, it's, you know, it's that, that, but a lot of people like working startups. So we're going to get a chance to get it from a company ground up. Let's get experience set up. So like me, I, you know, I can't go on indie secret, you know, like I, I recruit like colleges like yours. I recruit like different networking events, coding academies. Uh, there's a site called www.angelist.com. It's like the LinkedIn for startups. Go to those meetings and stuff like that. So just things like stuff like that. How do you identify a potential future employee will fit in? your organization that's an interesting point so i just talked to somebody named steve madley he's a he's a recruiting firm up in seattle and he has since i really agree with it i think we need to get away with away from the world culture fit because to me every time i hear the way i experience it's like it's to me to say oh you don't fit you're not one of our kind you need to go to more like shared values because how many times do you see there's a company like we'll say like all white males they drink beer broke you know with the programmer philosophy so I try more like shared values so one thing i'm gonna do once i can start actually paying people i'm like one thing I'm going to do is I have on my, uh, my website, like a value for cabinet. So I'm going to ask them when they come in, hey, hope you look at our website of the values. Which one do you like them? Which one speaks to you the most? And which one do you get rid of? And they can't even answer that. I'm going to tell them, well, we're not, I'm not going to waste your time because I'm not going to hire you. You can't even look at values on the website. All right. I think that's all of them that we have for you. Do you have any follow-up questions or anything? How's the company doing? <laughs> it's doing. I mean, it's never a fast you want it to you. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, what might piece of advice would you give to HR professionals entering the workforce? Yeah, for y'all, I mean, just network. I mean, you, you got to meet people. And, and one thing, there's, there's so many HR people like meet like people like hiring managers, you know, like suppose you want to like work at, um, suppose you want to work at Amazon, you know, don't talk to HR, Amazon people, go talk to the HR, I mean, the Amazon people are actually hiring. Like go to chamber conference meetings, you know, just go to meetups, just get, put your name out there. You, you know, another thing that's important, most people don't know how important a personal brand is. You got to have a personal brand. The people are going to Google you, you're going to search you. If you have like, you know, just you, so you're just Jason Cavs and like crickets. But if you have like Jason Cavs, you have a blog, you're on Twitter. I'm sure all you are members of Sherm. You all have Twitter accounts. So on Twitter, every Wednesday at noon, this our time, Sherm does a thing called, that's called Next Chat. It's like all the HR professors get there and ask like eight questions and you just answer them. You like dialogue and stuff. And I got so many connections on that. And another thing too, people want to help you out. You just got to ask. One last question. Yes. So I'm sure uh, work days vary from day to day. Typically, they don't all run the same. But in your opinion, what would one of your typical work days look like? Okay. So like today, I got up at like four in the morning to do my podcast. Did that for a couple of hours. So you got to post it and do that editing. And then I had a meeting at 10, another one at one. I mean, it just depends. I mean, it's, 
very so somehow it's worked out where I, I get somehow it's worked out where Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday are like light days, but then I still work like eight, nine hours a day on Saturday and Sunday. Like people ask me, What do you do for fun? I work. What do you, what do you do on vacation? I work. What's your hobby? I work. I mean that's how it is for now. So what's the best part about doing the startup and having a startup? It's just like I mean you have to have a passion for it. Like you say I'm on I'm starting own business and make money you're in the wrong, you're gonna get burned out. Just because um, my, my mind, I want to do HR for all companies in the United States, less than 50 people. And I just have the passion for that. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. To our listeners, if you have some career advice for these five great HR professionals who will be entering the job market this summer, or better yet, if you are hiring, contact me on social media and I will connect you with them. Thank you for your time and remember to be great every day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Catalyst HR. For more exclusive content, as well as your free copy of HR Laws, be sure to visit CadmusHR.com or connect to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Catalyst HR or Jason Catalyst HR on Snapchat. Thanks again, and be great every day.